This is the Blatcast. Let's go! An occasionally fast-paced, but usually laborious and ponderous look at the world. Welcome to our Major League Baseball preview. Taking a look at all the teams vying for the World Series, but mostly a way for beaten down Mets fans to manage expectations and prepare for disappointment. We're taking the afternoon off! Christian Blatt is joined by Solomon himself, comedian David Weiss, Writer, comedian, and musician David Brody, generator of new content every day, Flobo Boyce, and author Devin Gordon. It's a beautiful day for a ball game, for a ball game today. The fans are out to get a ticket or two, from Walla Walla, Washington to Kalamazoo. It's a beautiful day for a home run, but even a triple's okay. So break out your peanuts and cracker jacks, crack open an old style, and get ready for a ceremonial first pitch from Christian Black. What a beautiful day for a ball game. Welcome to our annual Blackcast MLB season preview. Looking ahead to 2023. Blackcast 534, which if you're batting 534, that will get you in the Hall of Fame. Uh, joined once again by the one, the only new content every day, Flobo Boyce. How are hey. you, sir? I'm so great. Let's go, Mets, baby. I'm uh, sure. Let's <laughs> let's just work under that <laughs> assumption. And uh having a having some Connectivity concerns, but uh, looking great as always, Mr. David Weiss, Salmon himself. Hello, sir. Sup? <laughs> that reveal was definitely worth it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the last time, and uh, we are expected to be joined by some other friends as we go along, but uh, for now, uh, we are the three Musketeers. Uh, we are going to do a brief little recap. Interestingly, all of us on the panel last year, we picked to win the NL East, the Atlanta Braves. And uh, for a long time, that looked like that was not the right pick. But uh, boy, was it the right pick in the end. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, we we at least had that foresight. And when we did our playoff preview, boy, were <laughs> we dismissive wreck. of those Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, so were they, <laughs> yeah. No, no, everyone was. And I mean, the idea that uh, they won two straight games in St. Louis and then went on just that mad tear, you know, barreling through the uh, the those deadly Padres who uh, dispatched both the Mets and the Dodgers very surprising, the the Padres, but no one more surprising than uh, the Phillies in the postseason last year. Uh, Mr. Weiss, as a former yep. temporary resident of the city of brotherly love, what yes. happened? What did those Phillies do that none of us saw coming? I think they, they hit pretty well. Uh, Schwarber, yep. you know, in that leadoff spot, he just kept clubbing home runs. Yeah. I mean, I think that they pitched, they hit, they did both of the things that the Mets did not do. They, <laughs> They really, uh, they, they did it all. Uh, Flobo, do you think that that's a fair assessment, sir? I mean, I, absolutely. I think 
it's kind of funny because people use the word collapse to describe the Mets fortunes last year. And trust me, I've seen collapses from, Oh, Andrew we've Lou. seen collapses, seen collapse. <laughs> but that, but that wasn't it. But I, I think nope. it's what you call a Pyrrhic victory, right? Atlanta was just so good. There was no way to keep up that pace. And they just looked burnt out as we were when it rolled into the postseason and the Phillies took advantage. But I will say yeah, last I, year I was there for the game where the Phillies were up seven nothing in Arizona and lost that game 13-7. I had no idea they had that firepower. I, I don't think anybody saw that coming, even as recently. No. I think that game was like in August. I remember yeah. that series September. Because look, when you live on the West Coast and there's West Coast games of teams that you're at least somewhat interested in the outcome, it's very easy to toss on a uh a, a Phillies D-backs game and uh you know one where they're getting beaten so suddenly uh it's uh there right now and uh we've got i think a friend of flobo's uh pop princess hey what's up pop princess what's going on yeah so (laughs) flobo already has more friends in the chat than i do that is okay (laughs) yeah Um, and uh chris the teacher sent me a message on twitter that he uh, likes my jersey it's counterfeit Oh, all my jerseys are counterfeit. Yeah, these. Uh, this is a set of uh, uh, of a Chinese website. I have three retro. The others are Mookie Wilson. This is a, a Daryl Strawberry, and I think I've got. Uh, yeah, I've got Doc Gooden. Um, and uh, the other all, uh, all. Can you give me a Marte one? All my retro really want jerseys. One. You want what? Can you give me a, can you give me a Marte jersey? A Sterling Marte. You, but you, you, you want a real one or a counterfeit? A counterfeit one. I can afford a real one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I can get you one like, like this uh, Santana that has white numbers on the back, which, oh boy, you know, yeah, so, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I can get ones like this. You know, these are these are the garments that I have. Anyway, uh, look, uh, ultimately the the Phillies story ends where so many good stories end. Texas, uh, I think that uh, the Houston Astros. There was just a. Uh, there's just no stopping them, you know, and uh, just imagine, you know, they're this good when they don't cheat. Just, just yeah, you know, it's like not Ooh. to get all political, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Nixon didn't need to break into the DNC. He was going to he was going to, you know, just steamroll McGovern. There was somebody who didn't need to do opposition research. It was uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon. So really, the Houston Astros are the Richard Nixon of Major League Baseball. That's my hot take. We'll be right back. Kids love and it. we're back uh, with more <laughs> hot takes. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, it was definitely one of those ones where the, the just watching the Phillies just tear through the National League, uh, I was never actively rooting for them, but I could usually root against the team they were playing, especially when they beat the Braves, you know? So uh, it, 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 they, they, they made it uh, easy to hate them a little less. I couldn't fall in love with those Phillies, but, uh, right. and um, they are, um, and, and look, I think Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola uh, had, neither of them had been great all year, but they picked the right spot to be good, which we call a reverse Scherzer because Scherzer picked the one spot to not lay an egg. And he was uh, hired and didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I think that that's exactly what out. it was. He had that very bad game against the Padres. Yep. The uh, the one good game for the Mets really in September October was the start by Jacob Degrom. Who, um, speaking of good stories ending in Texas, 
Ooh. That's where he's going to be this year. And um, you know what? I, uh, I, I, I hope he uh, wins 12 games for them and, uh, and stays healthy all year, you know, uh, good for him getting a payday, but um, just don't pretend that you're signing with the Texas Rangers because you feel like that's a team that's destined to win going anywhere. Wow. Never. The backhand no. shade. I no, wish you the, well. Your team is backhand. That's forehand. Yeah, it's very upfront. <laughs> the Texas Rangers, I think, from that moment where they they had to get the final out in the 2011 World Series, and then the just the the Benny Hill theme just started playing, and those Cardinals, instead of getting eliminated, just uh, stormed through and and uh, beat them. Uh, I think that's kind of that's kind of the end of their story. The Texas mm-hmm. Rangers. Maybe they get another shot, but. They haven't. Uh, they had. They they had basically two of those World they're Series five, appearances. They're a five hundred team. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Even oh, if they're even lucky, they're a five hundred team. Even with Degrom, they're five hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's a, okay. I mean, that's fair. Degrom could go twenty-one and nine, and they're not going to finish above five hundred. No, I mean, I, I are they? How do they win? Like you know, forty extra games if he if he wins twenty-one. Exactly. Where are those where are those other wins coming from? Right. Um, so one of the things to address before we uh, start uh, really delving into uh, our Mets woes in particular and picking some of the divisions, uh, there's a there's a mixed view on the World Baseball Classic. Obviously, uh, Mets fans can feel the pain of uh, of Edwin Diaz feeling pain, and uh, you know you have your star compete in let's not mince words a meaningless game. And you lose him for the season, and you had uh, just invested a whole boatload of money in this guy, and uh, you know the insurance is going to cover a hundred percent of it, but it only matters if you spend it somewhere else. So we'll see. We'll we'll do our assessment at the end of the season and and see how that was. Um, this I've I've attended World Baseball Classic games before. Dodger Stadium hosted a bunch. I don't know, maybe two thousand nine, and they're fun. The atmosphere is a little different. But it, it's just like going to a cold spring training, really. <laughs> you know, um, how did uh, you feel about the WBC, Flobo? You're you're younger than than I am. Maybe uh, maybe you see the world through rose colored Flobo glasses. Uh, TLDR, DR, I do. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I think the World Baseball Classic is a fantastic tournament and idea, just suffering from bad timing. Because if you're an MLB yeah. fan primarily, it does seem like a side quest fever dream, right? You play for your country, and now the real games start. But for these countries, and not so much like Venezuela or Dominican Republic, these powerhouses we know, but like countries like, like Korea or Australia or even the Netherlands that have very strong programs that we don't really think about as being baseball nations, that was really their time to shine. That Chinese Taipei game, to me, gave me European soccer feel for baseball, which I didn't think it was possible. So I love it. I love the idea. It needs to be a November, December tournament because, frankly, if we're going to have these closed domed <laughs> games, it could be any time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but it's unfortunate Evan D has had to be I, the poster child for that. I, I think that, it, it, yeah, it, a good comparison is the Pro Bowl. You know, the Pro Bowl happens, all those teams not going to the Super Bowl uh, the, right before the Super Bowl. And I think the World Baseball Classic could replace the Arizona Fall League. Or honestly, you have the Arizona Fall League right after it. You know, maybe you even play it in some of the same parks. But to have, uh, I I heard a 
an interview with Reggie Jackson where he talked about this. You're having guys who are pushing themselves in situations to support their country when they're not ready to push themselves and overextend, you know, make that extra dive, throw that extra pitch uh, in Edwin Diaz's case, uh, case, jump up and down to celebrate. You know, he was not ready to jump, I guess. Uh, he had uh, he had not had enough training listening to Chris Cross's hit jump around. If only <laughs> he had. Or actually, theirs is just called jump. jump uh, yeah. my, apo- my apologies I was about to, say. To, to Daddy Mac <laughs> and Mac Daddy. Uh, I, was, I was thinking of House of Pain, jump around. But yeah. uh, he didn't listen to either of those songs. He should have had a, a Spotify playlist. Filled with that, and of course, Van Halen's jump. But instead, and I think that uh, from the moment that Diaz was lost for the season, I could not make myself be excited about the WBC. That's just me. What about you, Mr. Weiss? WBC is an exhibition. It should be played at a time where it's not going to matter. They should play it maybe every two years in the offseason. I mean, yeah. it's nice for guys to represent their country. I get it. But the risk of injury uh, is too great. You know, and especially for pitchers. Yeah. Um, you know, what happened What happened to Diaz is a freak accident. Can't predict it. But, you know, what if he pulled a hamstring and that put him out for eight weeks? You know, that could be bad, too. I mean... I would, have, noticed, I would have welcomed weird. losing him for eight weeks instead of the whole season. Right. But, but to your if point, you notice, there were I mean, very few frontline pitchers. Kershaw wanted to, and he yeah. couldn't get insurance. Yeah. No, exactly. That, uh, you know, he, he's not somebody. You know, we didn't we didn't see Jacob deGrom pitching in the WBC, by the way. No, but but we, did see, we did see former Mets ace Matt Harvey pitching for Italy because I think he ate a calzone once. So I think that qualified him. Hey, I'm just saying. Soak up the alcohol. It, it is very American to be like, I'm 116th Italian. I'm going because yeah. well, yeah, go for a while. That's something yeah. else. You know, like my grandparents were born in Eastern Europe. So I would play for Poland. You no, could. Come on. Silly. Well, the Czech team had firefighters and plumbers play on their team. If they give you a right. sack of money and play, would you do? I would. I'll do it for you. I'll be Polish for this tournament. Oh my just, gosh! Just to show if, up. If I if I could donate a sack of money and that got me on the roster, that's fine. If I if they if Denmark wants me to play for them, because uh, because those are my people. By the way, I didn't just oh, yeah. pick that out of the sky. Uh, so you're lucky. I, my parents are from a cricket country. That's <laughs> not no, even the same. Yeah. <laughs> from a cricket country. Where are they from? Barbados. But I don't have any oh. Rihanna tickets. So what else? Nice. <laughs> I have a college roommate from Barbados. Oh, Look at that. Country. Yeah. They probably know each other, uh, if probably. I had to guess. And uh, Flobo's Pal Pop Princess would See? definitely Let's go. participate USA. in the WBC. <laughs> and uh, I'd, well, don't don't be rude, you know. No, I mean, no, I, I didn't catch her. She would but, play in the WBC. She, she would play in the WBC. Sure. Yeah, 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 WBC yeah. of what? <laughs> World baseball. The most important. I thought she had another tournament yeah. in mind. I, no, no. I think I think you I think you uh, instead of uh, dipping into the uh, the snack gummies, you dipped into the bag of the other gummies. So the other uh, gummies. No, yeah, I'm the other kidding. gummies, which will make the show really interesting in about I'm another. Straight as George minutes. Clooney right now. <laughs> we'll move on from there. Um, what were the other takeaways uh, since we last talked at the beginning of the postseason? 
uh, Flobo, any endearing thoughts? Where's your excitement level at as we head into the season? I think this is actually, uh, I know it sounds like, like back matter, but I'm really excited more than normal uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, some of the major players are there. Like the Astros are in the conversation, but sure. we're seeing some of the the new teams arise. Like I will get to it later, but the, the AL East could be a whole different thing. I mean, we saw a little bit of that last season with everyone going 500 for a long stretch of time. And now we'll be having teams like the Guardians being as young as they are, uh, showing improving, going through the postseason. So for a long time and of course the rules the new rule changes um we'll get into that as well so yeah it really does feel like that, yeah. a new page here i'm not really sure what that means but to say i'm excited or if not curious uh that that would be the answer for me well it seems like a great time before we actually start breaking it down to bring up the uh the rule changes uh let me ask sal uh your thoughts yeah. kind of you know before we were told the rule changes you know before they were put in place and we were just told them what were your thoughts? And then watching them throughout spring training, where are you at with the rule changes? I'm a Luddite. I don't think the DH belongs in baseball in either way. Baseball is as Nelson Doubleday and A.M. Spalding, you know, whatever, whatever they put down in that rule book in 1879, that's baseball. Right. That's the way it should be played. Don't speed it up. Don't slow it down. Uh, you know, that's all gamesmanship. It's part of the game. They're removing part of the game in order to squeeze in uh, more advertising. And they're going to they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot because soon the owners are going to complain that beer sales are down because games are only two hours and 20 minutes long instead of three hours and 20 minutes long. Yeah. Well, here, here's the solution to that. Sell beer into the eighth. You know, so yeah, well, not in the ninth inning, happen. not in the ninth inning. That'll but, happen. Or they'll just raise beer prices. You'll be paying or, $20 for a beer. Speaking of speaking of gummies here in California, why don't you have a different concession, a different spot for people? Oh, man. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I had something to third. It didn't really do anything for me. I, I love hearing from my pal, Craig Robinson. All this sports ball chat goes over my head. Came to see a Star Trek jersey. Don't worry. That's uh, coming up later in the week. Uh, and uh, Craig Robinson, of course, across the pond. And uh, I know he's uh, he's looking for Picard talk. I only watched it yesterday, but uh, we'll have that later. And by the way, the three of us are, oddly enough, the three that uh, three of, of my stable of people to uh, come on and talk about Star Trek. But not interested in talking about Star Trek is our pal Devin Gordon. Devin. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Uh, by the way, you're welcome to talk about Star Trek, but yeah, uh, that poor guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want yeah. that. The Star Trekkies, the Trekkies will come after me very quickly and very. Oh, angry. and they and they are they known will. to come after people. Uh, mm-hmm. Author of so many ways to lose the amazing true story of the New York Mets, the best worst team in sports. A book that I I loved so much. But it also your book hurt me in a lot of ways, Devin. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it was it, pain it, I'd it was, already experienced. You just kind of uh, came back in uh, and it's <laughs> seemingly coordinated that right when Devin gets here, our pal David Brody also shows up. Uh, we were talking a little bit about rule changes and things, and then we were about to uh, dive mm-hmm. into the the season itself. And uh, Devin, I know we have you for a limited amount of time, but we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, let's start with the rule changes from uh, both of you. I'll ask you first, Devin. 
Well, this is actually good timing because um, I have an article coming out on Thursday uh, in the New York Times Magazine about umpires and how they are adjusting to this massive titanic change in baseball. We've heard from basically everyone else but them, and they're the ones who have to manage all of it. Um, and the upshot of the piece is how this rule change sort of finishes off a total rewiring the DNA of what it takes to be a successful modern umpire from the naked gun Frank Drebin era performativeness. <laughs> See, that's literally how the piece begins is the scene from Naked Gun to an almost metronomic robotic performative cool uh, because you know you're going to get overruled a couple times a game and sure. your every pitch you call is going to be logged by uh stat cast and poured over by uh umpire scorecards which is a 300,000 strong twitter feed that gives report cards after every single home plate umpire's performance it's a new world out there and we got new umpires and the rule changes are only going to make that even more accelerated as these guys you know, now, like, think about their jobs. They got to watch pitch clocks too, and then get behind the plate and call the pitch, and then watch a pitch clock and watch the batter, and this and this and this. And this. It is, they are going to become superhuman. We're going to have the Shohei Otani of, of, of umpires over the next five years. <laughs> the interesting thing is, uh, you know, if, if there was ever a time to not shine a light onto the fallibility of umpires, it would be right now. And uh, I, I'm going to assume that at least most of us saw. Uh, JT Rail Muto get kicked out of a game yes. for basically leaving an umpire hanging with a high five. Yeah. He put it, he put his glove out waiting for a ball and he thought that the umpire was going to throw it to the pitcher because he had done that previously. So by putting his glove down, he got kicked out of the game. And uh, it was just like, Oh, I think, I think he was a little mad. <laughs> the the ump that, uh, that kicked out real Muto. And again, that's that's the rule change for next season. Umpires have 10 seconds to unthrow someone out of a game. I, well, I like that. Yeah. Love that. No. How about how about we put like get out of jail free <laughs> he says, cards? No. You, no. Get, you get you get five get out of jail free cards uh, throughout the year that the team can use or something, and then you're just like, no, we're back into the game. A, um, a, I, I love I that. Suggest uh, an alternative: the soccer yeah. method. You get one warning, and then on the second, you're out. Yeah, which some empire some umpires do, by the way. They do give a warning first. But mm -hmm. uh, uh Mr. One. Brody, David Brody, Brooklyn Hello. Boy himself, we appreciate you being here. Sure. Uh give us your thoughts on the rule changes before we well, uh we start do, uh, really do, wallowing in the Mets talk. Uh very good. I do like what, what uh Dave said. I, I like like in basketball, you get a technical, but you don't get thrown out until the second technical uh, or third, whatever the rule is. Uh, right. I like that because I feel like it's right, thank you. Um, I feel like a warning and look, there may be infractions that you automatically get out. Like in basketball, there's things you do. You're automatically out football. There's things you do. You're automatically out. So right. maybe in baseball, you kick an umpire, you're automatically out. Yes. But if you do up, you know, down low too slow, and <laughs> you don't get kicked out. No. So uh, in relation to what Devin said, uh, this is good timing. Cause I have a tweet coming out tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I'm excited about writing it. Uh, it'll be in the New York area, not the New York Times. Geotag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 uh, the liberal New York tweet will be going out. Um, I do like the larger bases. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, the um, the commercial with um, uh, what's his name, Mets DH Vogelbach, is terrific. If you haven't seen it, find yeah. it. It's hilarious uh, that the man his size might be able to steal a base. Uh, I if maybe the bases were cherry flavored. Oh, very. <laughs> oh, they were ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I, Just a, a I, little cross promotion like, with Mr. Softy or Cardinal. exactly. Yeah. I do like the pitch clock, although I I feel like it should be more visible to the batter. And uh, I know in football the quarterback can see it behind the play. In baseball, if you put it on the outfield wall, it's a distraction because there's a hundred mile an hour pitch coming at you. So I'm I'm not sure how to make it more obvious to the batter when the pitch is you know the clock is up. But I feel like it's hard to to know, and I almost like, I would like a second clock, an eight down clock just for the pitcher. Cause right now it's like, it counts down and the batter's gotta be there at a certain time. Then the pitcher's gotta, it, it, to me, it's confusing. I'd, I'd rather see a pitcher clock and a, and a batter clock. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I still hate the runner on second in, in extra innings. Yeah, maybe in the twelfth, but not in the tenth. <laughs> not in the tenth. Not. I mean, if, in the 12th, you know, not in the fifteenth. Well, yeah, I hate it, but if I have to have it, I understand why in the fifteenth you might want it. Well, like, yeah, and, and, and I do understand. Uh, I did appreciate that. Uh, you know, they they didn't use that rule in the playoffs because, uh, and you know, sort of the putting more weight on more important things. The fact that we had a spring training game and because a, a batter, I actually forget, I think it was for the Blue Jays, but there's a batter who took too long to get into the box. So it was a strike and then the game ended. I would hope that when we're into meaningful games, even meaningful games at the end of March, I hope that uh, there's a little bit of leeway on those moments that we don't have games end that way, but we'll see. And uh, I don't want to give the umpires too they much will. credit. Yeah. Um, Devin, I wanted to talk to you about uh, we're going to actually dive into the New York Mets who uh, look every year. They just uh, they're just begging you to write a second book because uh, <laughs> your your book came out in. Did it come out in 2020 or 2019? 2020. 2020. Mm -hmm. So if you think of the, the last just the last couple of years, they're they're like, we've got a lot of stuff for you. You sure you don't want to write another book? Look what we've done. Look what we haven't done. Look what happened to our we re-sign our uh, all-star closer, one of our most popular players. And uh, he forgot to practice jumping and uh, he's out for the year. So how are you feeling about the Mets prospects now compared to, say, a month ago? The, the, the mat, my favorite moment of Mad Men comes to mind. Not great, Bob. You know that moment when it's not great, Bob, and it gets in the elevator. Not great, Bob. Um, I'm not feeling great. And I'm usually one of those dopey optimists. If you, you know, if you read my book, you know this that, that, that yeah, this time here, by the way, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of an idiot with this stuff. This is usually yeah. the, the time of year when my wife most worries about my mental health and is the most disgusted with me because she <laughs> watches the puppy dog thing happening. And she's like, again, again? Yeah. Well, she's getting a little bit of a break this year because I'm not feeling it this year. Now, I don't know if that means that we're actually going to win because I'm an idiot who's, you know, maybe I zig when they zag. But I don't know, guys. This is... I. I this has worst team that money can buy vibes potential oh. to it. If only a couple things go wrong. I yeah. mean, the irony is, I think it's a very, you can say that about any contender. Yeah. But, but yeah, but, but, 
one of them has already happened. True. And, and that's worth five, them, it's worth five yeah, to One of them has already happened. You lose your closer, right? Yes, five, yeah. The other one would be to lose one of your incredibly old but awesome aces. Very easy thing for that to happen. And then yes. for me, I think the third part of the recipe for the Mets is your leadoff hitter goes out and your offense, which is not that great to begin with, as we know, suddenly drops from good to mediocre. And all, all the Mets really need is those three things to happen. And this team could go south in a hurry. And I'm already worried about all three of them because one of them was already happened. I just, I think the margin for error is much narrower on this team than it was last year. And I, I think you're tempting fate when you have the highest payroll ever and the oldest team in baseball. You don't want both of those in the same year because right. those both tend to be like right. one of those thunderclouds yeah. gathering in the distance things that turns into a future chapter for a book for a guy like me, right? That's where it tends yeah. to go. And I just, I just feel it gathering and I'm looking at this team wondering why I would think that they would be any better than last year to begin with when everything sort of seemed well, to go right. I was, yeah, I was texting uh, David Weiss that. about this just, I think yesterday. And my biggest concern in addition to everything that's already happened is that they basically brought back the same lineup that had a lot of trouble hitting, especially like there was that, there's that, that series against the the Dodgers which is you know the game that uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, criticized you know bringing out Timmy Trumpet that was the last time I was excited they played really well in that series and then kind of never played great again they were good games but they weren't I didn't feel like they were great again after that they didn't hit after that they didn't hit in that series against the Dodgers even but they were you know they did just enough to win and it's it's really the same lineup mercifully Darren Ruff, the Darren Ruff experiment. We've moved on from it, but uh, Poor guy. I, I, I have a lot of the same uh, concerns that you do. Uh, let me ask you, Flobo. Yeah, uh, you're, you're much happier. Go luckier. Than, I'm a Pollyanna on this panel. <laughs> Let's do yeah. it. So you think they're going to win 110 games, right? Absolutely not. I would okay. be, I am, I am, I am a B plus student, but I know enough math to know that's not going to happen. It's just not going to okay. happen. And I, I do think that one of the cool things about the Mets having, uh, our coaching staff, we can manufacture 15 wins beyond the paper, beyond our stats or whatever. Just, Buck is just so smart. Um, I, I don't think we win 101 games. I don't even think we win 99 games. I, I think we're in the low 90s range. Plus or minus 92 for me. But as we saw last season with the Phillies, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but right. to Devin's point, I really feel it's going to be like that that August Yankee fans had last season where it was like, what is going on with this quote-unquote high-caliber team? It's going to be scary. It's going to be rough. Um, but I do think there was a smart move, and maybe we can talk about that now, holding back some of the prospects for reinforcements later on to help bolster that because we are an aging squad. But, yes, you know, rose colored glasses, man. Let's go Mets. Woo! I, 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 yeah, I wish I could feel uh, the, the way you do. By the way, our entire panel last year, uh, I, we said this at the beginning, but uh, you weren't all here. We all picked the Braves to win the NL East uh, last year. And uh, for a long time, it looked like we were wrong, but we were right. <laughs> we were absolutely right. And uh, spoiler alert, I feel the same way this year. Uh, David Brody, uh, yeah. your thoughts. Uh, start with where Flobo ended, uh, holding back uh, holding, holing back uh, Batty and uh, Alvarez, uh, and then go from there, your thoughts. Well, uh, I think the the weakest positions in the Mets lineup, I think they improved the catcher. I think Nervaez is certainly an upgrade from McCann. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, your weak spots to me, depending on what Escobar does at third, I'm not going to count him yet because he maybe he continues what he did last year. I think Mark Canna is a fourth outfielder. He's a solid guy, solid defender, 16 home runs and like 50 RBIs is not your starting left fielder. I'm sorry. Um, and so I think if you look at left field and maybe third, uh, even, even in a platoon situation, you've got Brett Beatty as a third baseman in the wings. You've got, um, uh, you've got, uh, what's his name? Mark. Um, Vientos. Wow, Vientos. Vientos, right. Can play left. And um, you've got, uh, you know what? Uh, a couple other prospects that can come up. Uh, wow. I'm drawing a blank here. The switch hitting uh, outfielder, shortstop. Mauricio. Yeah, Mauricio. Mar yeah. He looked fantastic. So I like that they held on to their talent. Uh, I think by June 1st, you're going to have a different DH. Oh, yeah, DH is the big the big hole. So I think Vientos in a DH or left field slot. Uh, I think uh, Mauricio will be up by the summer. And so I like having reinforcements. So, yeah, as a lineup, you've made one improvement, which is which is your catching position, uh, which is a slight upgrade. I don't yeah. like the DH spot. I think that needs to be a bopper. And Vogelback is a nice guy off the bench. He's not a starting guy to play against every right-hander. If he was a left, if he was right-handed, then you're not facing a lot of lefties. I'm okay with that. The fact that he's left-handed and he's your guy starting 75% of the games, that's a huge problem for me. So yeah, I, I, look, I think not, not having McCann, not having Darren Ruff in the lineup. Those are uh, some less automatic outs, but there are going to be a lot of outs. Uh, Salman, I want to ask you yes. your thought. Uh, do you think holding the prospects back is just that usual trick of they want to keep them down until whatever it is, May 30th, so that they get an extra year of control over them? Or do you think it's more calculated than just business? Uh, it's probably, I would say, 70-30 okay. in terms of 30% holding them back to maintain control over their contracts. You know, uh, Batty had a great spring. Is he ready to be the everyday third baseman? Probably not. Thank not you. Defensively. If Escobar is hitting 200 in June, I bring him up and I put him in there. And maybe he, uh, maybe it's a platoon. He hits, he plays against right-handers. Um, I'm not worried about Vogelback. I'm worried about when the Mets face a left-hander, a tough left-hander. You know, Nimmo, I don't know what his splits are, hitting left-handed pitching. And there's no right-handed DH right now. That was rough spot. Obviously, yeah. it didn't work out, but they need... They need a guaranteed 25-85 RBIs com, you know, combined from that DH spot, and I don't think it's there. Uh, I wanted to talk about the one big splashy move they did make, uh, Devin, your thoughts on uh, Verlander. And the thing that jumps out at me right away is he's like slotted as like their, their third starter. And uh, it's like, I mean, you could you can argue whether he's better than Max Scherzer or not, but uh, I feel like he's the second best pitcher on the team, uh, especially with Diaz out. But uh, are they just trying to manage his workload at his age? What do you think we should expect from Justin Verlander? He is such an unusual case because <clears throat> fragility and being injury prone has such recency bias, right? I mean, by the end of last season, Jacob deGrom was fragile China, even though 
you know, up to 18 months prior to that, he had basically made 30 starts a year for five, six straight seasons and was being lauded for his easy delivery that would allow him to throw 102 miles an hour into his late 50s or whatever, right? right. Now he's fragile, right? Justin Verlander is a bionic workhorse who has only pitched one of the last three seasons, right? So every time I hear people talk about how amazing and durable he is and how you can just pencil him in for 30 starts, I'm like, you mean the guy whose elbow blew out and is 40 years old? Why am I supposed to be so confident in this? I think that Justin Verlander is incredible and a force of nature. I also think he's 40 years old and we probably shouldn't expect him to start more than 25 games. And the same goes for Max Scherzer. So I'm very bad at math, but that's 50, right? Yeah. I think it's reasonable to imagine 50 starts. Like if you told me that Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander were going to make 80% of their expected starts this year, I'd probably take that, right? Sure. That's 50 starts. We got 112 more games. And three other pitchers. And three other pitchers, one of whom yeah, uh, right. is Kodai Senga, who I adore, and I'm already so much more happy uh, to, to watch him um, uh, than <clears throat> uh, knucklehead Chris Bassett, who is my least favorite Met of this decade so far. Hot takes. I mean, just a, <laughs> just a surly, pain-in-the-ass, head-shaking, enjoy-the-pitch-clock-wherever-you-are, buddy. That's, you know, he's the next guy in line and then it's Cookie and David Peterson because Tyler or McGill can't throw the ball over the plate anymore. Right. That's what we're looking at for 112 starts. So um, as excited as I am for Verlander, and I assume Verlander will continue to be Verlander, he better be, or again, we're getting into disaster scenario. Like mm -hmm. if he doesn't start 25 games, we're fucked. Can yeah. I say fucked on your on your on the Bladcast? Well, you said it, it twice, sure. but absolutely, you you yeah. can say it. But even if you couldn't, you'd already you'd already yeah, gone in there. But fucks yeah, out no, of this is a this, this is a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a very fuck friendly. <laughs> yeah, we yeah the Bladcast. We give a fuck, um, <laughs> Devin. Before we let you go, and then the rest of us will kind of uh, you know go through this. What do you think? Best case scenario. Yeah. For the Mets, we we can talk about what would happen come postseason. But how many wins do you feel like is a realistic expectation? Flobo, you said about ninety-two it was the number you threw out there, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like he's uh, he's uh, being a little bit too happy, a little bit too no, lucky? Like here's or, where I argue against everything I just said. Right? They're a yeah. really good team yeah. with a lot of really good players and a lot of money and a deep bullpen. And look, if they're in this position come June, like last year or, or July, where it's clear we need something, I don't think we're going to sit tight on all those assets one more year. It's it's going to be time to flip yeah. something. So there's that. There's also like the only, I think the biggest factor is to circle back to where we started, which is the rules changes, right? Mm -hmm. Buck is a genius. If he gives this team an advantage if the veteranness gives this team an advantage in the brain power winning games the things that i actually do think the mets should in theory have as an advantage over a team like atlanta which is you know which is dong ball right that's what they play they play dong ball right 
we should yeah. theoretically, the rules should theoretically tilt something toward the Mets in that matchup. Maybe. Well, we saw we saw enough times last year where Buck was the one person in the park who the entire ballpark who knew the rule book better than anyone else. There were times he had to explain to umpires. You know, there was uh, it was Dave Roberts trying to uh, bring in a position player too early or right. something like that. Right, right, right. And, and he had to be like, "No, I'm actually right." And it turns out he is. So yeah, I think you're right. The the replay team, anybody who watched enough Mets games last year, definitely were an advantage. And I think that's you know, that's in the buck column. So yeah, I think that there are going to be a few wins that they should not have that they get because of the coaching staff. I agree with the with that sentiment. Um, do you see them? Uh, you know, there's there's more wild cards now. So is it? Do you feel comfortable saying like, well, I would expect to see them in October? Uh, or is is that maybe a yes. bridge too far? I, I do actually. I mean, I know I started off on a negative foot and then been pre predicting disaster. I I do think that the most likely scenario, fortunately or unfortunately, is kind of a repeat of last year. Like I think, you know, I think you know one thing we didn't address is the way that the 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 um, the balanced schedule. Okay, well that's a good year to start the balanced schedule for the Mets. I mean, you know, uh, it's. I'm, it's good that we don't have to play the Braves and the Phillies as much as we did last year. And even the Marlins, who I think are going to be tough, right? That's a good year for that to happen. That could help the Mets with the wild card. Like something like that could make a difference. Two or three games in the wild card that we have an easier schedule than we would have otherwise had. So I kind of think that it all most likely scenario is it, it nets out and the Mets are a wild card team again. I just think like compared to last year where I was like, look, this is a good team. We are going to the playoffs with this team. I didn't feel like there was much of a disaster scenario last year. I just thought they were good. Right. I do think there are disaster scenarios for this team. And it, and it's cheating a little bit because we've already lost our old world closer. Like that would have been the first sign of disaster in the past. But, but here we are. And um, it's only going to take a couple more fragile things to get really fragile for this to go really south. But I think we're going to win 92 or 93 games and, and get knocked out by somebody we shouldn't get knocked out by. Yeah. Last year was the Padres. Who knows? This year it could be the it could be the Rockies. You know, it could really be uh, any number of different teams. And uh, the final thing I'll uh, ask you uh, before we let you go is uh, we were very dismissive in our playoff preview of the Philadelphia Phillies. And we talked a little bit about this when the three of us started. Um, and uh is it safe to say that that was absolute lightning in the bottle and we shouldn't expect that? Or are they just going to be a lot better than they were the first half last year? So they could be in the mix with the Mets as well. Uh, no, they're still bad at baseball. <laughs> the fundamentals. Bad fundies. They're still bad, bad at fundies. Except for Keith, was, Keith wasn't wrong. Yeah. They're bad fundies. And the rules are gonna, a great player. I think the rules are going to slightly tilt it in their direction. It's not like the stats look at them any different. Aren't, you know, all the, the metrics seem to think that they're still like an 86, 87 win team, right? Yeah. No, they no, weren't no. wrong last year. Uh, it, the, and I know I said that was my last question, but is there an, is there a team that you've seen enough throughout uh, spring training and you have a feel for moves they made? Is there a team you're like, this is a team I think will be very good throughout the season and has a potential to go deep in the playoffs. Or are you just hoping that team is the Mets? Uh, no, I feel very strongly that that team is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. 
I, I, do, I don't want to feel that way. I hate <laughs> I'm not that happy way. about that, but I feel very strongly that that team is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they're basically the same team, but they've actually gotten a yeah. little bit better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we should copy them. They're good. I think the Mets only play them nine times this year, and I'm like, that is uh, more than uh, welcome to uh, see that change. Well, the book, so many ways to Thanks, lose. Guys. The amazing true story of the New York Mets, <laughs> the best worst team in sports. With the Thank our friend the Mr. Zoom. Met there, I love it. Thank Wait, you guys. Oh, for hold on, me. how'd you get Mr. Met to be so sad? Was that a stock photo? Or did you like hire? It him is. It is a stock photo. They found <laughs> it as part of a an actual shoot that Mr. Met did. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> he's he's like. He's That's like so that awesome. at least a hundred times a season. Yeah, I know. It's, it was a candid, but it's not hard to catch him like that. You know? Right, That's, right. That's like well yes, thought out. We, 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 we shot that um, after Bobby Ojeda clipped off the top of his finger with, uh, with hedge letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, Devin Gordon, uh, also uh, on social media. Uh, wait, it's, it's at Devin Gordon X. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we always appreciate, and I, I hope we have occasion to speak in October. Because if we don't, then the worst case scenario. Oh, will happen. oh, we'll have an occasion. The question yeah. is what the occasion will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll whether it'll be a what happened or uh, yeah. what to look forward to. Uh, well, thank you as always, thank Devin. We really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully, well, yeah, we'll talk to you at the end of the season. Hopefully, we have a good conversation then. All right, take it easy, guys. All right. Thanks so much again to uh, our pal, Devin Gordon. All right. So we are going to move on from the Mets in a moment, but I want to give everybody final thoughts a chance. There's a lot of stuff that got thrown out there. Uh, Mr. Brody, yeah. what else do you think needs to be said about these New York Mets? I want to talk about the closing situation. Uh, look, I'm very upset about Edwin. I'm a big fan of the trumpets and the energy in the ninth inning and the way that sure. stadium, you know, uh, and I think David, you may have alluded to it. I'm not sure you were talked over, so I'm not sure where you're going with it, but a great closer versus a pretty good closer. Let's say that's a five, five, six blown games difference of the blown saves. You win at least half of them. So if the offense can go into the ninth up five, one, instead of two to one, then he's not as important. So as much as I love him, you only, you only pitch 50, 60 games. You only impact so many games. You you know, there's only so many innings. Uh, and so, I feel like Robertson and the rest of the bullpen out of Vino might be able to pitch 70% as well, 65% yeah. as well. How many wins that translates to? You blow the save, you come back and win anyway. So I'm hoping an offense can carry them and maybe the pitching staff, maybe instead of two to one, we go into nothing. Uh, you know, I'm exaggerating, but I, I feel like they can overcome that loss. They can't overcome Alonzo. They can't overcome Lindor, but I feel like a closer, you've got secondary closes and third, right? You, you have like four or five guys. You don't mm -hmm. have that with a lineup. You don't have four shortstops. No. You don't have three guys who can play shortstop if Lindor goes down. So I feel like of the positions, if I had to lose a superstar, I'd rather lose him than a starter <clears throat> in the lineup or a starter in the rotation. And I think it's a great point. And remember yeah. how little he pitched in September, uh, you know, really after the All-Star. They used him very little. I think that they babied him a little too much. Uh, and, you know, he didn't factor into a lot of games that uh, that they ended up winning. Uh, I, I do agree with that. I think that what they should not do is, uh, you know, the idea of cashing in some prospects for major league talent. I do not think they should do that just to get his brother, who is actually not that that great of a closer. Agreed. You know. Uh, I think I think they have better options. Yeah. Than, it's like, uh, why do we need Joe Necro? 
Right. That's, <laughs> that's great. And and you know what? Timmy trumpet doesn't play live. He's clearly trumpet syncing. So yeah. I can do without the live the live performances. So wow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's he's the uh, he's really he's the doing this. He's the Vince Neal of trumpet players. Uh, <laughs> any uh, final thoughts on the New York Mets, uh, Flobo? We're gonna we're gonna tear through our picks after this, but uh, Flobo, anything else that you feel needs to be said? Hot take: I would have kept Walker over Cookie, but that's just me. But that's about it. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a fair point. Um, Cookie signed though, so I mean, he had the extra year, right? He had yeah. the extra year, yeah. But I I did not I did not see Carrasco coming back at all. Like I I thought they would have like. DFA him after how he was so inconsistent, but hey, you know what? Small grapes. No, I liked Walker. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Weiss. Yes. Final Mets thoughts at Darren this Ruff. stage of the game. Darren Ruff. 93 wins is my final Mets thought. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, um, think, I think that if they get a right-handed DH, that really helps for the playoffs, but they should have enough. Uh, they're probably going to have to add a reliever, somebody yeah. with a big arm who can strike people out. And yeah. that hopefully, but I would not trade a prospect in the middle of the season for that. Because those guys are all future starters. And, you know, um, unless Josh Hader was available, which he won't be, I don't yeah. think we make that deal. Yeah, no, and uh, I do again feel like the prevailing opinion that the Braves will win the division uh, probably a, a little bit more handsomely this year. Uh, they really feasted on bad opponents last year, and I think they will see more of those. Uh, I do think that the Phillies will finish third, but I I do agree that that you know they got hot at exactly the right time, and it was like really if they had gotten hot one day later. I think they wouldn't have made the playoffs, the Phillies. You know, they they edged out the the Brewers bad uh, barely. Uh, but uh, speaking me. of the, okay, somebody I sneezed so, myself out of frame. Somebody doesn't <laughs> didn't remember that there's a cough button, but that's okay. That's <laughs> cough button isn't just for coughs. Uh, but speaking of the Brewers, uh, let's uh, quickly run through some other divisions before uh, we lose Flobo and uh, the. Uh, where was it in the chat? Uh, Jacob Giles, go cards. Oh, not a fan of that. Not a fan of that team, but, uh, yeah, that team is, uh, he gets mad. I told him the Cardinals are cure, the cure for insomnia. He's like, they just they, play a boring but, ball, <laughs> but they will coast to that division. The, uh, <laughs> The, the Brewers just really imploded in a way last year that, uh, I, they didn't make the kind of improvements where you can expect more out of them. Uh, but by the way, does anybody feel like anyone other than the Braves is going to win the NL East? I felt I like think, I think we're the all there. Really, you feel like the Mets are going to win with their 93 I think, wins? I think, yes, I really do. I think that the Braves are going to miss Dansby Swanson. Mm-hmm. I uh, think that their pitching will probably take a step backwards. Yeah. Uh, who's their closer? Exactly. Well, <laughs> not having Canley Jansen is is basically uh, <laughs> is basically. Well, the, but, uh, I don't. I thought he had an okay year. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Yeah. But uh, he's No, when me. it's just that when he when he blew a game, he blew it spectacularly. But yeah, yes. I mean, he, I think he, he, he had games. like 35 saves, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, if I'm just guessing. Uh but uh what uh what do you think Mr. Brody about uh the the NL Central, the the most boring division in sports according to Flobo? I, I think the Cardinals <laughs> shouldn't have to play this year. 
Uh, just give them a pass. They're going to win the division. <laughs> I mean, the team's the team's loaded. The lineup's loaded. I just, you know, and the, the Cubs didn't do much except sign a lot of old players. Yeah. You know, the rest of the division, Pittsburgh will be scrappy is one, one term I heard from somebody <laughs> talking about. Like, they'll have a scrappy year. Well, scrappy, scrappy is losers. Yeah. Scrappy is like no talent, but he runs hard in, into the catcher. That yeah. yeah. Right. So I feel like they'll be scrappy. But Cincinnati is Terrible. shot. The, the yeah. Cubs are shot. And so the Brewers, I think, have enough pitching to keep them in it. But it, it's the Cardinals. Yeah. With that lineup, uh, you know, Arenado and Goldschmidt's enough. So anything else they have on the team to me is, is, is at least to win that central division. You know, they should probably give them the AL Central as well. They're gonna they're gonna win by <laughs> just crossover. The yeah, entire region is now locked off. Give them the home in both central divisions. Yeah. yeah. Just uh just lock them down for that. Uh yeah, I think that uh the the surprising thing last season was uh, you know, I had kind of felt like the Dodgers ended up on autopilot last year and yes, they won 110 games and it is, it, it was, it is actually not to diminish those wins, but you just felt like the fire maybe wasn't there. And it's a weak division, but I mean, the, the Padres should not have been able to do the, you know, the Padres beating the Mets while personally very upsetting, (laughs) wasn't a shock the way the Padres played in September, but the way that they manhandled the Dodgers, that was a shock. Um, I do think that the Padres adding all of that talent and spending all of that money still not going to be better than the Dodgers, though. Um, but uh, I, I welcome uh, anyone uh, of us who feels differently, but I feel like your NL West winner again by far is the Dodgers. Does anyone feel differently, Flobo? Uh, I'm with you, but I don't think it's going to be a runaway. The Dodgers are like that no. fancy hotel that just got old. You know what I mean? They they are the the golden <laughs> nugget of a baseball, and so they may win the division. But as much as I hate to say it, because I've seen the branding change in San Diego, how San Diego went from a nice, cool baseball town to being just absolutely insufferable to be at Petco Park. Uh, they're <laughs> going to make it very, very close and very interesting. So if the Dodgers do squeak it out, it will be a squeak out situation. Okay, what do you think, Mister Brody? Well, I think the Dodgers don't have Walker Bueller this year. Uh, Turner's gone. Uh, and Turner's gone. And, yeah, exactly. Um, both, both Turners are gone. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Trey's, Trey's gone. Um, uh, Bellinger's gone, regardless of his average. He was a solid defensive player, had some pop. And I look at the I look at the Padres with the pitching they have, and they they added Xander Bogarts, and they they basically added uh, Tatis Jr. because he was out the whole year. So he, he didn't play in spring training though, did he? Is he back? Field. He's a right field, totally being awful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean he, he's he's back whether he misses the first week or two, but I mean you're adding him to that offense and Bogarts to the offense, and if Soto comes back and hits the way he has in the past, uh, that's some that's a hell of a team. So I don't know who I pick. I just don't pick the Dodgers as the shoe in. So I just think there's too okay. much talent on the Padres, and the Dodgers but, are getting older every minute. Yeah, but. Wouldn't be shocked if uh, they won us. Uh, uh, Sal, you watch yeah. a lot more Dodger games than I do because you have yes. cable. I have, um, cable. I, I have MLB.tv, so I do not see very many. I Dodgers bought a games. house. It's still too cheap for fucking cable. 
No, no, no. I'm I'm under fifty, so I understand that I don't need cable. Uh, but <laughs> Snap. Flobo, Flobo's the only one who likes that. But uh, we will. But we will. Uh, you know, look. There's an early Mets Dodgers uh, twelve ten p.m. start. Businessman uh, special. Businessman special in early April. So I'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. But uh, what do you feel? Do you feel? Uh, uh, you know, I don't disagree with what uh, David Brody said in terms of the just the age starting to show with that team. I just happen to think that they're still, I mean, they're easily better than, than three teams in that division, but I think they're still better than the Padres. What do you think, Mr. Rice? I think it's going to be close. I agree with Flobo. Uh, I like the Dodgers starting pitching better. I don't know if there's a timetable for Bueller to come back. Uh, if he does, you know, who knows, you know, what condition he's going to be in. But, uh, and I think, you know, Roberts is a lot of things and he's also a very good manager. He should have, he should have more rings, but, you know, shit happens. So. Uh, And does shit happening include both the Astros and Red Sox being cheaters? (laughs) Yes. They, they have the misfortune of, uh, you know, back to back years facing teams that cheated. So, (laughs) you know. Uh, better luck, better luck next time. But uh, I do they, believe uh, Bueller's out for the season, by the way. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's my understanding yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. But, um, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, how that shapes I just, out. I just don't have an established closer either. Uh, you're right about that because even when they had Craig Kimbrell, they didn't he have an established have closer. closer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, by the way, I believe he's not closing for Philly. Craig Kimbrell. He's just, he's just there taking up a spot, <laughs> you know, but yeah. And, uh, I can, uh, you know, I can see the playoffs playing out very similarly to last year in terms of the teams who make it, because what did we get last year? Uh, because we had the wild card rounds. So you had, you had the Braves, you had the Dodgers, you had the Cardinals, you had the Phillies, you had the Padres. I kind of expect all those teams to make it. And, and the Mets, obviously. I, I expect all those teams to make it in some order, you know, in some way, shape, or form. I think those will be the same teams that we see uh, in October. Uh, I, w- I, I would be surprised if I, there's nobody that I look at that I'm like, you know, this is this is a year that the the Brewers are going to put it together or the the D backs, you know, with their young talent. But yeah, I know uh, they have a swimming pool in the outfield, Flobo. You saw it. it. You didn't jump in. You didn't jump in, though. I was in the tour. It was covered. I went to the tour in the morning. It was, I would want it to, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know. But uh, before we move on to the AL, is uh, is there a team that anybody got any inklings during spring training? Same question I asked Devin before we said goodbye to him. Are there any other teams that we're not giving enough credit to? The I don't Marlins. think so. I think the Marlins. The Marlins. I think the Marlins are not going to be a patsy team this year. Uh, I think adding the batting champion from the Twins. Uh, I think uh, Chaz, nope, Jazz Chisholm, as nope. Hernandez would say, the opposite. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think there's a lot of young talent. I think they're going to be look. The the uh, the Phillies are still a train wreck, regardless of the fact they went to the World Series. They don't have Chris Bryant for the first half of the year. They lost Reese Hopkins for the whole year. And, and so I feel like they may take a step back where well, they also, be- but just to interject, Bryce Harper maybe comes back in June. Right. They've lost him for a little while. 
So I yeah. feel like the Marlins may be gaining on the Phillies and the Phillies may be dropping a little bit. So I just feel like the Phillies aren't the, I think the Nationals are still a patsy, but I yeah. think the Marlins, the Marlins maybe win 73, 74, 75 games. That's under not, 500. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they'll be on 500. I just think okay. they won't be like a 62 win, 65 yeah. win. No, uh, that's that's Nationals. 62. The, the, yeah, the Nationals, right. the Nationals could easily lose 130 games. Right. <laughs> easily. Wow. Well, they could lose. No, easily they could lose 200 games. I don't know how they would figure out how to do it. You know, but uh, some of the losses will be so bad that it'll be it'll be like uh, like soccer or uh, hockey, where it just it's in terms of points that are lost. So are they worse uh, yeah. than the A's in your eyes? Uh, no, I said they could be one. They they have the chance for that. The 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 A's. Uh, look, I think that the the A's are smart enough for their home games that you know we saw the way that they they played the Mets and they also played the Braves relatively well at home. They can score runs in that ballpark that other teams just don't know how to fathom. They get a lot of extra outs because they know how far they can run. However, I do think that uh, they will. Uh, be basically the other worst team uh, okay. in in all of baseball, but uh, I think that that Nationals team, I mean, they gutted it, and you know they called up some interesting talent like Manessas, but yeah, I don't. And they signed Dom Smith. Well, yeah. yeah, obviously, obviously that's because they're committed to winning. Is he on the cover of the leading guide for them? Uh, is he the guy that they're building their team around? Marketing I mean, if, if if the Nationals are smart, they put the president's race on the cover of the the media guide, you know, and and yeah. one of those guys got assassinated. That's so uh, so to still be like, no, you know what, Abe Lincoln's going to have a really good year. Oh, you mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the actual people running for president. I, I <laughs> no, I, I, knew, like, I mean the president's race. Like, which one got there. assassinated? No, no, no. The president's race at the ballpark. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my money's always on Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, shift over to the American League. Uh, Flobo, AL East. What do oh, you think? The, the Toronto in a runway. Uh, look, I I understand the Yankees are the class of division, and I understand the the Boston Red Sox were laughably bad last year. But if you talk about the the parts and units that Toronto's put together last year that are gelling now. It's their division to lose. I will be shocked if they don't. And I'll actually be disappointed if they don't. Uh, this might okay. be the first year that in a long time they might be at the top of everyone's conversation when it comes to powerhouse teams. One hour, 49 minutes. Make sure to clip out Flobo saying that the division is the Blue Jays to lose. Remember, Chris Bassett is in their starting rotation. So, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, so, but the, the, the exchange rate on the pitch clock is different up in Toronto. Um, no, I, I agree. That is a very good team. Um, I just, I just always pick the Yankees until, <laughs> until wow. they uh, convince me otherwise, but, uh, you know, they, despite what, uh, fans of that team will say, uh, and, uh, Mr. Brody is the, the one who still lives there. Uh, there is no ACE on that staff. Garrett Cole is not a, a frontline pitcher, but they put him in situations to be, uh, you want to talk about cheating. There's a guy who's, uh, whose ERA ballooned when he, uh, had to, you know, pitch a little bit more honestly. Uh, what do you, as someone who lives in the Northeast, David, what do you think in, about in the ALE? Specifically? Well, in New Jersey, but yeah. Uh, yeah. here's what I'll say. Well, adding Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about the season. The Newark bears are going to have. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, I, I think adding Carlos Rodon, Rodon, I forget how he announced yeah. officially, but Carlos, I think is a huge addition to the team. However, the rest of their starting rotation is injured. 
So uh, three of them are on shaky ground at the moment. So I, I think that takes a hit. Up the middle, I don't know if they know what they're doing. I mean, definitively, Volpe made the team, but they're you know they don't have a, a shortstop that's all star caliber. Uh, they're still trusting Josh Donaldson. They're, yeah, that's left, he should be gone. Yeah, their left Great. fielder is average at best, and and there's no way Aaron Judge repeats, right? So if you look at the lineup, has to take a hit. Overall, has to take a hit. The starting rotation. Rodon, great. The rest of the rotation is injured. The bullpen is – I'm looking at them at second, and I'm thinking the, the – the, I'm thinking the Rays have a chance of keeping up with them. I think there's a chance the Yankees finish third. Most likely not, but I'm, I'm all about the, the, uh, the Blue Jays, despite Chris Bassett. Uh, I, yeah. think, I think they, that lineup and the rotation, I think I, they're my clear favorite pick to win the division. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, after, I don't know, let's say another decade, I think we might look at Vlad Jr. and uh, just realize, like, he's actually might even be better than his dad was. I mean, career as a whole, you know, because if you think about his years in uh, in Anaheim and then in, in Texas, the back end of Vlad was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, Pop Princess says, come on, Judge is good. Judge is good, but he played way over his head last year and he's the guy in the lineup. You just have to not pitch to. So he's going to get the Barry Bonds treatment and he's not even going to get walked as much. It's going to be like, can you hit the one good pitch a game you see? And and if he can't, then they're probably not going to win that game. What do you think, uh, Mr. Weiss, in terms of the AL East? I'm picking the Yankees. I don't have confidence in the Blue Jays rotation, is Hunjin Rue coming back? He was I hurt. think eventually. Okay, so he's not ready yet. He's definitely not ready. Okay, so your top of the rotation. And I think I think it's Maeda, isn't it? Isn't it Maeda? Yeah, Kenta, Kenta Maeda. Is, uh, so your is top of the rotation is Maeda, Kikuchi, and, and Chris, Chris Bassett. Bassett. Yeah, that doesn't it's, excite me. It, uh, yeah. No. Who's yeah, their close? Where's Where's Mats? Is Mats uh, still with the Blue Jays? No, or he's he's the Mats is still he's at the, the Cardinals. Cardinals, right? Yeah. Cardinals, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. Toronto will finish second. Uh, Red Sox will probably finish third for some reason. I don't know why. Rays <laughs> fourth. Detroit was Detroit. No, Detroit's no longer in the East. Yeah, yeah, but we'll we'll get to we'll get to that in a moment. But yeah, okay. the. Uh, also, I just feel like uh, the Orioles could have actually had a, a respectable season last year, but then they traded away their best players. So I think if they're doing well and their players have value, they'll just do the same thing again this year. So I don't expect don't have any as, as much as they, they've got a couple guys left. They, they called up a couple of really good players last year. And, those guys uh, are going to be on the team. They're, you can't well, trade guys who are rookies and first year players. I mean, I wouldn't put it past uh, any organization owned by uh, the Angelos family. They're, they're but, happy uh, I, I love, I, I legitimately love that city. I love that ballpark, but uh, that's going to be a bad team again this year. Uh, AL Central, Twinkies, all the way for me. I feel really good about it. Not really, but you know, they've got uh, Correa playing in position at shortstop as opposed to the Mets, which we didn't even talk about with Devin, that whole mess. But, uh, <laughs> I never felt like the Mets needed Correa, Correa on the team. I felt like it was a bit of, a, of an overreach. And when it didn't happen, I was uh, not that disappointed, but it probably would have me in a little bit better mood today considering what's happened since. 
Uh, do you have a favorite from the AL Central, Flobo? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, the Guardians, they really showed improved last season. Uh, they went to the postseason, a very, very young squad. Uh, I really feel like people were con- complaining about the name change, but they were so hot towards the end of the season, people stopped complaining about it, which is always a good sign. So I just have youth this time. You know, I really feel like they have the legs to go the distance. Yeah, I think they were a little too young last year. I was, I felt like they were in a position to beat the Yankees, and then uh, God got involved, and the weather uh, was in the Yankees' favor, and uh, they got to start the pitchers that they wanted. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> Steinbrenner still has pull. Uh, the Guardians is a very good team, and uh, I expect that to be a more realistic pitch, but uh, uh, pick. But I'm gonna uh, stick with uh, the Twinkies. Uh, and I'll ask uh, the Davids what they think. And uh, Flobo, I'll get your AL West pick uh, before we let you go. But uh, Mr. Brody, the AL Central. Oh, I'm going with the Guardians. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to root hard for Alex Ramirez, ex-Met. Uh, yep. I think the the young talent's there. Uh, I think the lineup's solid, pitching solid. I like the Twins, but uh, I, I got to see them stay healthy. I got to see Buxton stay healthy the full season. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping Correa stays healthy, but if he doesn't, then the Mets look smarter. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, I agree with thank, that. Thank you. Uh, so I'm going, uh, I'm going guardians uh, in that yeah. division. The rest of it, the white Sox lost to Brayu, not nothing there. The Royals. Tigers Royals. I mean, the Royals are trying to, you know, build and they have a couple of good young players, but it's a two team race right now. And I think it's guardians twins and, you know, central division, yeah. everybody. Uh, I want to be able to uh, let Flobo go on time. So, Mr. Weiss, give yourself uh, 60 seconds to pick an AL Central team. 60 seconds to, uh, to pick the White Sox. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you know I'm, what? Uh, the fact that uh, Tony Lewis is not managing them yes. is uh, good for 20 more I think, wins. I think it's addition by subtraction. I, I don't disagree I with that. Uh, uh, I don't think the loss of Abreu is going to hurt them all that much. Uh yeah, it was, you know, a good DH, but I think they can replace that power with younger guys. Um, yeah. You know, they've got decent pitching. And, you know, again, this is not a strong division. I mean, I no, I, I acknowledge the, the youth and the exuberance of the Guardians, but, you know, you're, nothing. You're feeling, I mean, you're feeling the Chai. You're feeling the Chai Sox, and there's two yeah, words that I mean, describe, describe that. Living large, living large. The <laughs> AL West. Oh yeah, duh. Anaheim. No, I'm kidding. Not Anaheim. Uh, it's Houston. I, I'm not sure they're going to yeah. win it all this year, but I, they're just far and away. It's just a strong team uh, in a very like dubious part you, of, yeah. of the division of cards. How much of the season do you think that that Anaheim puts both Otani and Trout on the field? I think every day they want people to buy tickets. That's what yeah, I would that's do. What they want. Yeah, <laughs> even, even if they're injured, they just selling tickets. That's, yeah. a, problem. Yeah. that's a great point. Uh, well, Flobo, uh, who do you think will be in the World Series? And then uh, I'll, I'll speak with the Davids uh, after we. Oh man, don't do this to me. That's such a hard thing. It's always going to be the Mets versus everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I want to see the Mets and I want to see the Astros. Uh, the odds of that happening are basically nil to less than nil, but you're putting my feet to the fire. So I'm saying Mets and Astros, we win it all, baby. And Flobo, if people want to find new content every day, where do they go to do that? Flobo <laughs> Voice on that Twitter and Flobito.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O.com. I'm chasing all 30, going to all 30 ballparks. Follow me on YouTube page and see how that goes. 
Oh, cool. Oh, my God. Nice. I love that that is a noble cause. I wish I yeah. could. I, I still haven't been to the ones in Florida or Texas, but I've been you're to not, a bunch. You're not missing much in Florida. No, yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, and uh, Flobo, we'll have to talk about your girl, Raffi, on our Star Trek Picard <laughs> show sometime in the near future, but that's all the time we have with Flobo. So thank you, as always, at Flobo Boys, Flobito.com. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, CB. All right. All right. All right. Now we'll just change my name to David for the sake of Very uniformity. Nice. Hey, uh, since we have uh, a, a quick break in the action, I, I didn't remember we were talking about the Blue Jays starting rotation. Yeah. We left out Kevin Gosman and Alex Manoa. And Manoa yeah. is their ace. So that's true. You know what? Yeah. So I yeah. just wanted to just, you know, in case no. any Blue Jays fans watching, I don't okay. want to, you know. I, there's there's one Blue Jay. Blue Jays fan who lives in Medicine Hat who will probably watch this at some point. So, uh, nice. Dan, that's for you. Picking oh, Dan me. Rainish, right? Yeah, look at you. Yeah, oh, right. impressive. I'm paying somebody, attention. Somebody nice. pays attention to my Twitter interactions. Well, Mr. Brody, what do you think about the AL West? Well, you got to go Houston. I mean, I, I yeah. think that's a no-brainer. However, as much as I, they're my new most hated organization. Texas is looking pretty good. Uh, I think they made a lot of additions. Uh, I obviously not happy they signed Degrom, but uh, they, I think they're the most improved. So I think I think a playoff opportunity for them is at hand. I don't think they win the division. It's definitely Houston, but I think yeah. the lineup and the, the team they put together, I, I think they're the surprise of that division. The rest of it's crap. So, what do you feel like the Rangers are going to get out of Degrom? How many wins do you think he's legitimately good for? Realizing that he's maybe a six-inning pitcher, occasionally a seven-inning pitcher, but probably five, six innings usually. Well, you know, if I mean, if he, if he, if he goes ten and five, ten and six, yeah, that's a good season for a guy that pitches six innings. Yeah, doesn't that's not good enough for the playoffs. No, 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 it's not. It's not. But you hope that it keeps them in the game, and he leaves with a three-one lead, and. You yeah. know, I mean, it's a lot of money to give a guy that is great. I mean, listen, Degrom's fantastic, but sure. but I want my stud to go seven, eight innings. I don't want him. I don't want him to go five and then say, "Oh, wish you didn't take me out." No, don't come yeah. out of the game, right? Pitch six and tell him I'm pitching seven. But he was never upset about coming out. He was he was yeah. fine with it. Uh, you try taking Scherzer out of the game, will kick you in the teeth. So <laughs> I, I think Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball when he's on the mound, but he's not on the mound. And, and look, yeah. this could be the year he pitches 180 innings, you know, for him, that would be fantastic. I, I just, I can't rely on that. I just think the rest of the team's pretty good. And yeah, I, I, and look, if he has a career season, which I, I don't expect he's, it, it's not going to be enough wins to put them over the top. Say he has 1920 wins. That's, there's mm -hmm. a lot more wins that I know, but even if he does, there's uh there's, there's nowhere else for enough. How many to come how from. many games is he going to leave with a lead where the bullpen blows it? Yeah. Right. Oh no, exactly. I think oh. that's that's what I was getting at. That's what's going to yeah. happen. Oh, he's going to leave three one in the sixth, and then he's going to complain. They'll, they'll, they'll lose six. They'll lose yeah. six right. three. You, you know, six you, three exactly. I know he's yeah. fragile, but look, his injury last year was um was the back of his shoulder had a you know a, it wasn't his elbow, it wasn't his throwing right. arm, you know. So yeah, maybe he comes back, maybe he throws um, 150 innings, but they're not, they're going to want to save him for the postseason, thinking they might make it. And if they don't, then he's, they're paying him an awful lot of money per inning, you know? Yep. Yeah. 
No, agreed. Well, so, that'll be something to look at at the end of the season is how much did he make per inning that right. uh, he actually yeah, threw. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Seattle, Seattle looks good. Number I want to hear. Yeah, Seattle looks like a, a team that's going to be fun to watch, but I don't see them getting in the playoffs, but who knows? They'll yeah. be more fun to watch in another year or two, probably. Yeah, and yeah. who knows if uh, Kellenic's ever going to hit. So Yeah, agreed. Uh, David Weiss. Speaking. AL West. It's going to be Houston. And then the rest of it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, you know, it's terrific to watch Otani play, uh, but he can only, I mean, it's weird saying this about a guy who's a top pitcher and a top hitter, but he can only do so much. Yeah. No, he does and more he, than anyone else in yeah, baseball, and yet it's not going to be more. enough. And you right don't now. want him to get injured because you want him on the Mets next year healthy. You know, I, I agree. Yeah. They got to yeah. protect him this year for us. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Uh, if uh, if you had to pick, a, a, I know I put Flobo on the spot, but I'm going to do the same to both of you. David Brody, who do you think is a, a very likely World Series matchup? And I won't hold you to it. It's okay. We just pick it for fun, and then we yeah. see when it comes time for the actual postseason where we were at. Well, I think if, if I remember correctly, last year I said Astros-Mets, and I yeah. said I, I thought the Braves were close. Yeah. I'm gonna say this oh boy. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Astros Braves, but possibly Astros Mets because I'm a fan and I feel like I don't know what's gonna happen with the young guys or the trade deadline. So right, but Astros for sure, Braves and then Mets. If that's if I can get away with that, we'll we'll allow it. I think okay. uh, it's all right. And uh, David Weiss, yeah. World Series teams. I know, I know. I was just trying to be funny. I know. Uh, <laughs> I failed miserably. Trying. Uh, I like the Cardinals, and I like the Astros. Cardinals, Astros. Yeah, I think it's time for the Cardinals to make the showing in the postseason. Look, before, before look at your flyover country World Series. I like That's it. That's right. <laughs> flyover. Um, I, uh, I I think last year, I'm fairly sure I picked uh, Astros-Dodgers. And I'm going to pick it again because of the reason more than anything else. I, I, I'm I picking the Braves to win the division. I got to stop myself there. I can't pick them to win the league. So uh, Astros-Dodgers in the World Series. And the uh, Dodgers redeem themselves uh again for having lost to the astros in what 2017 um but uh, this is why we have the conversations because it's fun we'll see yeah. what happens opening day is uh thursday and uh one of the davids will be at my house that afternoon to watch the mets it's the one who lives locally not that you're not invited david brody appreciate that commute. thank you yeah uh, can commute. we can we make a prediction on who's going to be the padres and Phillies type teams this year. Like yeah. we, we picked who we think is going to win the world series, but in case they don't, yeah. who's the shocking team that does? Cause on paper, it looks like who we think, but yeah, but I don't think it would be shocking though. Uh, but I would say that uh, the Padres might have that little extra oomph that they didn't quite have last year. You know, I mean, they just got, they ran into the Phillies at a time where they just weren't going to be yeah. stopped. But I think that the Padres is the team that could surprise you. I don't think that they could surprise you and and win the the National League. But I don't know. They came close enough last year that it wouldn't surprise me. I think that they ought to have a better season. Because, look, we talked about the Mets not playing the Braves so much. 
the Padres not playing the Dodgers so many times, it's going to help. I, I know that yeah. they beat them in the, in the playoffs, but they did not do well against them in the regular season last year. No, they and did. That's, yeah. that's off their schedule. And, and that new rule, we didn't discuss that as a new rule. The schedule, hate it. Yeah, me too. Hate it. I don't need to see the I twins. Hate, I hate every yeah. new rule that they've done. And I mentioned that earlier in the yeah. podcast, and I stand by it. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, David Brody, did you pick one of those surprise teams? Well, did I think the Padres on the National League side, yeah. I, I do like the Cardinals, though, uh, Dave. I, I, I'm going to go with the Padres again. And yeah. I think in I think in the American League, since I pinched, picked the Astros, I still think the Blue Jays could be a surprise team. Yeah, right. I, I would love to see the Blue Jays in the World Series. I think that uh, you know it's a good team, and I hope they wear the baby blues. Uh, yes. I love the throwback. I think uh, you know, and hey, if we got Blue Jays Cardinals in the World Series, we could have alternating baby blues. Yeah, so uh, the Phillies, either one. Yeah, that's the true. Royals, Phillies too. Absolutely. The Royals won't make it, but the Phillies have a chance. The Cardinals and the Blue yeah. Jays with the blue is fantastic. And let's have the let's have the Mets with the old uh, racing stripes on the side, you know, to nice. Uh, yeah, with but, your 1987 uh, road jersey. Exactly. That that this is this is my uh, 87 Doc Gooden. I mean, sorry, it's a uh, Dow Strawberry. David Weiss. Yes. Anybody you think could surprise us before I think we the wind? Blue Jays. I mean, I know okay. I I didn't pick them to win the yeah. division, but you know they've got a hell of a young hitting lineup, and yeah. you know, who knows about that pitching staff? Uh, one one prediction I want to make is that. The new bases will not make any difference in the amount of stolen bases. Uh, we'll see. I think that's a great well, point. I don't think it'll make a difference. Stolen bases still uh, analytically, they're a losing proposition. Yeah. And, you know, three more, you know, let's face it. You know, we all know that three inches is not a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I want to uh, bring in a, a tweet that we got from uh from larry p who uh i uh communicated a lot with during the playoffs uh you can see from his avatar it's a photo of him with the philly fanatic and he says sorry i couldn't tune in live to crow about your nl champion phillies because i live on the east coast and have a job i'll catch the replay soon uh, we were very dismissive of his Phillies, and uh, I even I wrote to him a bunch of times during the playoffs, and I was like, we were wrong. Uh, they uh, there were a lot of times where they uh, they looked really they looked really good, did they, did they especially win? when they were beating yeah. up on the Braves. It was very hard to not hate them. They didn't you know? they didn't win. Nobody remembers. Moving on. Yeah, I, I remember that we were wrong. That's what I remember. In any yeah. case, David Brody. Where can people find you and your your wares, as it were? Well, you can find me here on uh, social media on Twitter and Instagram at David Brody. Uh, I am building out a website, which hopefully in a couple of weeks will be up, davidbrodycomedy.com. It's not up yet, but it's in the works. I'll have examples of all the stuff I've written and produced and all of that good stuff. And the Brooklyn Boys podcast, which is the logo in Mets colors right behind me, that is available on all of your major uh, podcasting platforms. And if you like listening to two guys from Brooklyn bitch and complain and be funny, uh, hopefully about everything in life around them, uh, you'll enjoy it. I think so. When is uh, your first scheduled trip to uh, City Field? Uh, this uh, I'll be at opening the home opener, which Verlander is pitching. So Beautiful. that'll be my first. Great day. Great yeah, day. I'll be. 
I'll, I'll follow up closer to it, but uh, I'll be out there at the end of June. And uh, I believe I'll be making a game against the Brewers. Uh, that's mm. just the way it sorts out. But uh, David Weiss and I will, of course, as we mentioned earlier, we will see them play the Dodgers here in town at, a, nice. at the, it's a business person special, I believe. Right. Businessmen right. and business women. Yeah. The, the business, business person special. Business person special. Right. Yeah. So uh, excited for, uh, for that and to have the Mets play the Dodgers early in the season in April is so much more preferable because oh, it's usually perfect. late in the season and it's usually and it's brutal so and it, yeah. We're talking 30, we're talking a 30 degree temperature difference between April and uh, August. Oh no. I mean that the team will at least still be competitive. I, that's all oh, okay. I, I'm and we're going to a noon game. It's not going to be cold. So don't, don't you not, worry. It'll about be that. in the seventies. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. So uh, everyone can watch us on TV and you can always find me on Twitter, and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And please subscribe to the black cast YouTube channel, B L A D T C A S T. You'll find our uh, star Trek Picard after show, which uh, Mr. Weiss has popped in a few times and of course, uh, some of the other shows that we do on there, Marvel, the uh, various versions of the Black Cast, including our 10-year anniversary episodes, uh, which include 80 fun-filled minutes with the great Dana Carvey and uh, just a number of other fun shows that uh, we've been doing throughout the year, celebrating 10 years of the Black Cast. And David Weiss, yes. apart from occasionally showing up on Black Cast Network shows, where can people find you? Right here, DUI's comedy. I know Twitter is on the downswing, and I'm not verified or anything like that. But if you want to experience my comedy and wit on a daily basis, I recommend it highly. Yes, and uh, you know, if you want to be verified, it's uh, somewhere between eight and twelve dollars a month. Verified this. <laughs> well said. Uh, that is I'm all verified. the time. <clears throat> You're, you're like legit verified, right? Not the, the pay for it. Yeah, no, I'm legit verified on Instagram and Twitter, but they may take that away and charge me. So yeah. who knows? Very who soon knows? they might start charging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But for now, David Brody is verified. Uh, that is all the time we have for now. Uh, play ball, everybody. Uh, good luck, uh, except for when your team plays the Mets. But other than that, I uh, hope everybody has a fun season. We'll reconvene in October. And of course, we'll see you next time on the black cast bring on the white socks bring on the bow socks bring on the brewers the rangers and the yankees too we'll beat the indians we'll beat the tigers we'll beat the a so bad gonna make billy blue what do you want let's play ball Thank you for listening to the Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. That's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like The Bladcast on Facebook, follow at Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram, 
And of course, the man responsible for what you just heard is on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. I'm Farad Muhammad, and if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F-A-R-D-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. We will see you next time on The Bladcast. No one's going to see this anyway, so I can admit this here, right? Well, this has been The Bladcast. I am your host. <laughs> you can find me at ChristianDMZ. Jeff Duray, not on Twitter. The Blad cast welcome to the stream who are you one of the best podcasts you can ever see the black cast Whoop-dee-doo, we're watching it we got no wi-fi we can't hear a thing but we love it go watch the black cast with me and carl it was a great show if i remembered it but if i was on it must have been great right give myself a bill good luck with the whole thing and you know here's to another 500 get you to a thousand you know which is more than 500 last time i said Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. We're closed.